Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee and you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewelry that makes you look like the gem, sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. When it comes to style and luxury, eBay gets it. They're making sure the things that you love are checked by experts. Not just any experts, specialized experts. Real people who love this stuff. With real hands-on authentication experience. So when you see that shiny blue checkmark that says Authenticity Guarantee, shop with confidence. Every inch, stitch, sole, and logo is verified authentic through a detailed inspection. That's how you know that eBay's got your back. Because when you finally step into those sneakers, put on that watch, get your real gold glow up, swing that handbag over your shoulder, or step out in that streetwear, you'll realize that feeling is unlike any other. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it perfect two-in-one for me. Totally. The scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's whole press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm -mm -mm, sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code mascara10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code mascara10 for 10% off. Guys, you didn't think we'd have Charlotte Tilbury in New York City have a sleepover with her and not bring her into the studio for an interview. That's right. It's Fat Mascara. I'm Jen. I'm Jess. Uh, Jess, before we get to the big, big interview, what are we going to talk about? We are going to talk about Neutrogena's newest ambassador, magnesium. So hot right now. And we have a listener question about, of all things, blow dryers. And, of course, cosmetic industry magnificent queen. Red-headed queen. Charlotte Tilbury is here for the interview. So we're going to be real quick at the top of the show so we can get to her and all the good stuff she has to share. Grand budget, pay the rental on your humble flats, or help you feed your pussycat. Men. 
Wow, Jen, I was blown away by this bit of beauty. The news this week that Neutrogena has a new face. Oh, yes, it does. She's a very fair face. She's she's a very she's a very A-list face. Yeah, Nicole Kidman. Nicole Kidman. What did you think when you heard that? What was your first thought? Well, I was happy that they had a woman who wasn't like 22 years old. Right, she's you know, she's 49. Mm-hmm. Um I was a little surprised because um she's I I don't really see her doing a ton of endorsements and I, I mean she does Chanel and that's you know obviously like the the golden ring and she she's so a-list so to be seeing her in the pages of like you know people magazine us weekly just you know in these ads is kind of a new thing for her it's very approachable yeah um because this is a mass brand i think she mostly yeah. does luxury which is an important note for people who don't realize this some of these actresses they're able to have beauty contracts in different channels with different brands so for example like an amanda seafried might have a Givenchy fragrance contract but a clay de Poe makeup contract so mm-hmm. she's now going to have i guess she's for skincare for neutrogena correct so that was at first i was like "Ooh, that's not the right fit because i think of her as like a cold austere and like upscale mm-hmm but she lives in Nashville now, and she's Australian and down. Yeah, she has her hunky, like, country husband. The reason it does make sense for me, though, is the sun thing. Like, I think Neutrogena is really good in the sunscreen part of the industry, and she, I think of her because she's Australian, and they're so good about sun care. She's mm-hmm. super fair, so she needs to be really careful about sun care. For that reason, it makes sense for me. But, yeah. like, just from, like, a feeling, like a... Yeah, I think it's probably a sun thing. Probably not. I mean, I don't know. I'd be curious to see if she's going to be fronting their anti-aging products. Oh, because she's obviously someone that has had some cosmetic procedures other than just using topicals, in my opinion. I actually yeah, that's, don't know that's, that. Yeah, for we fact. don't know. We don't know. Let's. But let's, looking at her, I can't imagine she hasn't had like at least some Botox. You know, that goes for all actresses over the age of twenty-four in Hollywood, probably. Scarily enough. Yeah. Um, have you seen? That's any- not an endorsement, guys. <laughs> that's not an endorsement. Have you seen the visuals? That's my. That was my last one. Like what she's going to look like in ads. I haven't seen anything yet. Because I think I'll, it'll be interesting to see how she's portrayed. Like, does she look austere and like I an think, Academy Award winner, or is she like yeah, Nashville? I, I have, you know, I have. Um, she. I'm gonna flash you a pic. I'm gonna flash you a pic. Oh, she. She looks very approachable. She kind of like. She's just wearing this like, little kind of like satiny button down her hair. She's kind of soft and blown out with a little bit of a curl at the end. She just looks really nice. Yeah. I'm, you know? I'll see. I want to see how people respond to it, but that's my, my thought. I would take sun care advice from her, though. That's for sure. I'll use what she's using. I'll have what she's having. <laughs> Jen, I'm glad you're back safely from your trip to France. Yes, I'm back. Weeby. I bring you all of the news. What's in vogue in France these days? We've talked about so many fabulous French things. Yeah. The French face. French girl hair. French sleeping pills. French sleeping pills. What's the latest on the French scene? Oh, c'est super, c'est magnifique. <laughs> was that good? That was actually really good. It's magnesium. Oh. Old school mineral. Okay, okay. MG on the periodic table, I believe. Anyway, so I went to Vichy, which is the center of the thermal spa world of France. Mm-hmm. Um, 
thermal spas are like the you know hot springs that are filled with minerals that you can soak in and drink and all that stuff. I did all that. I'm writing a story about it for Mary Claire. But the thing that I kept running into there was magnesium. It's in some of the waters, so it has some health benefits. But I was at dinner with these two French women, and one of the women had vertigo. Just, I guess, like... Do you know that I think I have vertigo? Like dizziness, right? No, I mean, you've seen me go down the stairs. It's not a a pretty sight. I think a lot of people deal with it off and on, either because you had an ear infection, your inner ear's messed up, or, you know, stress causes it sometimes. This woman thinks because she was on the plane, she had vertigo. Anyway, immediately, one of the French women pulls out of her bag, like, this big tube of magnesium effervescent tablets. Um, You know, like... Like, 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 like Alka-Seltzer? Type yeah, of thing? like Alka-Seltzer. She also takes the regular supplements. But she starts going on about how like magnesium is great for vertigo. It's great for migraines. It's great for all this stuff. Well, you know I'm a migraine sufferer as well. Oh, my God. I'm probably still magnesium deficient. Well, so I looked into it because I thought it was like one of those like French things where they like believe it's true. And it's like, is there any science behind it? Weirdly, quelle coincidence. <laughs> I don't even know if that's French. The thermal springs are really rich in magnesium. So a lot of people used to go to them back in the day to soak for like rheumatoid arthritis for... Um, I AIDS. have rheumatoid <laughs> <laughs> JK, JK, JK. Okay, this segment is now okay. just needs magnesium. No, no, but I think I do. And it's really funny because my friend actually just texted me a picture about like we had a nutrition conversation. He was like, you need to take this. Like just I, out of... I think there's something in the ether. There might be something there for you. So... There are lots of studies showing people that are magnesium deficient might be more likely to have migraines or these kind of things. And fewer studies showing that like supplementing orally with magnesium can help with different, mm. you know, ailments. So we're not sure said. if the supplements can actually help. Is no, that- there is some like correlation. I don't know if it's a causal thing, but I feel like it's one of those supplements that unless you're taking too much and as long as you talk to the doctor, like it can't hurt. So why wouldn't you try it? Right, right. Um, The other thing about magnesium is, you know, Epsom salts? Yeah, yeah. So they're really rich in magnesium, and you can get it transdermally. So you don't just have to, like, take a supplement. You could also soak in an Epsom salt bath if you want, like, a cheapy version instead of going to buy effervescent magnesium tablets. Right. Okay, we'll put a link to some on the blog. Also, you know Dr. Teal's Epsom salt? Sure. That's, like, easy at the drugstore. You can get magnesium Mm -hmm. that way. Put a couple of those in the bathtub. But very hot in France, and I'm just starting to hear about it in New York. I feel like it's around magnesium. Okay. I'm excited to say that we have a listener question. This one was emailed to us from Heather. She says, let's talk about blow dryers. I've been using mine, a trusty pink Revlon, since I graduated from college and haven't had any problems with it, but lately I'm beginning to wonder if it's not a good sign to use the same hair dryer for five plus years. Is there a timeline for these kind of things? Heather wants to know. Heather wants to know. I have some answers for Heather. Jen, what you got? Okay, so she said five years. I was talking to Harry Josh about this, the hairstylist who also has a hair tools line. Mm -hmm. And he said, on average, like a drugstore level or commercial level hairdryer, the motor will last, they're built to last, 200 to 500 hours. So let's say Heather's like an occasional blow dryer and she blow dries for like 20 minutes at a time. I don't feel like doing math, it's early. Sorry. But like, I don't think I could do it if it was late. That's it's a lot. It's quite possible she might still be okay with her Revlon, right? Like 500 hours is yeah, a I, long time. But he also said that 
as you get your blow dryer gets older, the motor, the electronics inside are not as good at regulating heat. So you, you, watts don't matter in this case, by the way, because everybody always wonders about the watts. But say it's coming out at a certain temperature. As it gets older and you know the workings of the motor get clogged up, it might be coming out hotter. And that's not a good thing because you don't want too much heat on your hair. Okay. So I feel like it's definitely dependent on how, how your blow dryer is reacting. How, lo- how often do you get a new blow dryer? I've had my blow dryer since 2010. Whoa. It's, yeah. It's, a, it's like a T3. It was one of those, like, oh, those ones that um, Orlando Pito Wait, was talking girl, about. Girl, that's seven years. Yeah, but I, use, I blow dry my hair probably for maybe five minutes tops. Oh, okay. Like a couple times a week. I mean, you just see, I'm not like a blow dryer queen. Okay. It's amazing. I love my T3. But I guess if you were blow drying for a half an hour a day every day, yeah, then yeah, then you're putting it. I guess it's almost like it's it's like I think about my like late grandmother's like little Hyundai car. She drove it to like the Wawa, or, like stop and shop and back. Shout out to you know, Wawa. She had that thing. Yeah, it was like a 1999 but car. But she was or only going five miles. Yeah. At time. Um, we my parents literally are like selling it now. Oh. You know what I mean? Like, like short haul. Yeah, it was a short haul car. Short haul blow dryer. <laughs> Blow dryer? Is that a noun for a person that blow dries? Yeah, a blow dryer. <laughs> then I think you can get more, you know, more years out of it. But if, if, if Heather is using it a lot, it might be time for a new one. Um, Harry Josh's, he has like a fancy motor, supposedly lasts 2,000 hours. I actually used his blow dryer. I think it's great. Yeah, his is built to last. I've it's, asked like competing hairstylists, like ones who are like probably like mm, Harry Josh. Yes. They love his hair, his it's, hair tools. It's really good. And then I've had good luck with Babilis as well. Oh, I went to the um, like. Am a, I saying of, that right? Yeah, Babilis? I think it's Babilis. Yeah. yeah, I went to a hair show uh, like a year ago, and they debuted that thing. And like the hairstylist, literally, like I had to leave because I was getting caught in the crowd. It was crazy. And that's a good reminder to end on. I feel like. When you're at the salon, they're often like trying to upsell you to like a fancy professional blow dryer. But remember, those people are using them eight hours a day. Mm-hmm. Like they need the $400 hair dryer. If you're just doing like a five minute thing, like yeah. Revlon, Conair, it's probably going to be fine. That's so. a good point. Continue to send us your questions, guys. Info at fatmascara.com. know if the invitations have started coming in for you, but we're about to enter what I like to call, what kind of underpinnings should I wear to your wedding season? That's right. We probably all have some cute new dresses for weddings and events coming up this spring. And I'll tell you what needs to go under them. Honey love. I am not about to squeeze my way through another person's wedding in uncomfortable shapewear that rolls up. I got the Honey Love Super Power Short. Full disclosure, I also wore it on New Year's Eve because I had on sequins and I wanted everything to lay smooth. And that's what Honey Love does. The Super Power Shorts have targeted compression technology that distinguishes between areas where you want more support and areas where you need less compression. Their signature X targets and sculpts without squeezing your curves, and you won't have to worry about the waist rolling down thanks to flexible boning that's hidden in the side seams. The Honey Love Super Power Short also gives your butt a nice lift. The shorts have these built-in boost bands that give everything a subtle, comfortable, let's just say boost. We're not talking unbelievable plastic surgery levels of butt lifting, just a little zhuzh. And as you know, Honey Love has more than just sculpt wear. They have incredibly comfortable bras. How many times have Jess and I talked about the bras? They also have tanks, leggings, everything you need for everyday support. Treat yourself to the best bras and shapewear on the market and save 20% off at honeylove.com mascara. Use our exclusive link to get 20% off. 
honeylove.com slash mascara. After you purchase, they're going to ask you where you heard about them. Please support our show and tell them that we sent you. Honeylove.com slash mascara. Move with confidence thanks to Honeylove. Jess, you know how facialists and derms are always telling us that the skin on our body deserves the same attention as the skin on our face? Well, Sol de Janeiro is giving me the inspiration to actually follow that advice for once. The Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is basically clinically proven skincare and body cream that smells amazing. The fact that the Beige Flor Elastic Cream smells so good and it's really effective makes it perfect two-in-one for me. Totally. The scent would be enough to keep me going, but the Sol de Janeiro Beige Flor Elastic Cream is also packed with some seriously effective skincare ingredients. There's whole press cacay oil. I've also been using the cream on my neck and chest, which is an area that could use some love. But to be honest, I wasn't really inspired to treat it before. However, since I've been using this, I've noticed a big difference. Plus, get this, Sol de Janeiro also did a third-party study of the Beige Flor Elastic Cream and found it improved the appearance of crepiness on consumers' chest skin in just two weeks. It's the smell for me, though, Jen. You can layer the Elastic Cream with Sol de Janeiro's Cherosa 68 Perfume Mist. You know the scent. It smells so good. It's got pink dragon fruit, lychee essence, vanilla, sun musk, mm -mm -mm, sheer. You can spray it whenever you want, wherever you want, on your hair, your clothing, your body. There's no rules. And we have some great news. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code mascara10. That's S-O-L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O, soldejanero.com and use the code mascara10 for 10% off. Guys, I have to admit it, I like a little bit of luxury, but I don't want to just buy one luxurious item. I want to buy several things. And that's where Quince comes in. Quince is here to transform the way you shop with a range of high quality items priced within reach so I can buy a couple of things. Yeah, you don't like a little bit of luxury. You like a lot of bit of luxury. Okay, it is what... a lot. I guess you're right, you're right. Load up your cart though. At Quince, it's totally fine. They have 100% Mongolian cashmere sweaters for $50, organic cotton sweaters, washable silk. They partner direct with top factories so they cut out the cost of the middleman and pass the savings along to you and us. And me, for example, I mean, how many things have I bought from Quince? My latest acquisition is the European linen sheet set. I wanted to jump on that whole linen sheet trend. I want to just feel like Cleopatra. And they have so many great colors. It's breathable, feels luxurious, but doesn't cost luxury prices. Indulge in affordable luxury. Go to quince.com slash fatmascara for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's quince.com slash fatmascara to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fatmascara. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash fatmascara. I'd like to welcome a woman who hasn't just created amazing products like magic cream and goddess skin clay mask, but virtual identities like the Sophisticate, <laughs> Dolce Vita, and the Rock Chick. She's also the makeup artist to women like Kate Moss, Blake Lively, and Sienna Miller. 
Please welcome Charlotte Smoky Eye Till I Die Tilbury. <laughs> Charlotte, thank you for coming. We've been trying to make this happen for like yes. ages. Oh, well, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Well, I'm loving it in this naughty office in these great big 1950s microphones. It's cool <laughs> with you gorgeous girls of beauty. You don't even know. You come up on the podcast like bi-weekly, I would say. Oh, God, that's so wonderful. Yes. Really? We get tweets and Instagrams like, have Charlotte on. Oh, we love them. We love them. I'm on. I'm on. Dreams are coming true. Yes. Yeah. Let's just get started. Let's get right into it. Tell us how you became a makeup artist. That's a very broad question, but yeah, we need to know. Yeah, that's a big question. How long like do we how, have? <laughs> as long as you want, yeah, yes. Exactly. Um, well, When's your flight? Okay, yeah. um, I, okay, so I became a makeup artist, uh, I think at the age of 13, when, makeup, when I discovered makeup and mascara, um, and it changed my life. And then I realized, my God, the power of beauty and how much your life, how empowering it is, how confidence boosting it is. And at that point, I was just, and I was always obsessed with faces. I would, you know, from a young girl, I was always studying posters of Marilyn Monroe, Lauren Bacall, or whoever it was, black and white posters, magazines. How was a certain woman's cheekbones doing a certain thing? How the light was capturing them? How their eyes were almond shaped? How their lashes kind of played like a beautiful um, flutter of lashes? How their eyebrows would frame their face? How their noses? And I was just obsessed with beauty. And, um, and then I were, well, did people understand it? Like, did your friends think you were crazy, or were you? Just uh, yeah, do you know what? About, do you know what a friend this? of mine now says to me, "It's so funny." Um, she said, <laughs> talking about what we're doing now. She says that I used to take a Mason and Pearson hairbrush when I was like literally. Oh God, eight nine years old, and I stand there and I would do podcasts <laughs> with a, with a oh. bit of airbrush, and I would talk and they'd be like they'd be like they they'd get the tape recorder and they'd be like okay Charlotte now talk about beauty and I'd be like and let me tell you about the power of makeup and I would just go on and on I don't know where these are but I would you know I would <gasps> so literally you had the first beauty hours yeah yes. when I was like seven or eight years old about it and they just thought I was a bit mad you know they were like oh my gosh she's so crazy and they're like you know. And they let me kind of rattle on for ages. Yeah, they were, a friend of mine was sort of getting that to me the other day. Um, she was saying, you know, you were always meant to do this. You were always meant to end up in beauty because I just, you know. Um, but, but anyway, so I was obsessed with it. And then I met this make- makeup artist, Mary Greenwell, when I was the age of 13. Mm. And she was um, on the beach in Ibiza and she was doing all these Vogue covers and Jerry Hall and this one and that one, all these models and actresses. And, and I'd never really heard of a makeup artist. My father was an artist. And then I thought, okay, that's... And I remember... Um, probably around the age of 16 when I was thinking okay I'm going to do my A-levels what am I going to do I was quite a practical thinker I was like I don't really want to be I loved art I was very good naturally good at art but I didn't really want to be a lonely artist Um, so I kind of I was just you know I love people I love beauty I love fun I love fashion and then I met another makeup artist and he said you know I'm traveling New York Paris Milan and this is what I'm doing and um, doing all these covers and makeup and I just I remember walking out saying mommy I know what I'm going to do I'm going to be a makeup artist she's like yes darling of course you are And, um, and and then I went to Sismo Greenwell at the fashion shows in London, Paris, New York, Milan. And then I just sort of, you know, really through kind of sheer determination, this beauty editor gave me this note once um, when I was trying to find my way, cold, calling people going, hi, will you give me a job? And it was like a recession was going on, so people weren't really kind of giving sort of uh, newcomers any jobs. And she gave me this note saying, knock it to them, Charlotte, I know you'll be a star. Who is this beauty editor? Um, she's a woman called Penny Rich. And she used to give me, literally at boarding school, I used to go and literally come back with, you know, like tuck boxes. In England we have, when you go to boarding school, you have a tuck box. A tuck box is like 
like a big sort of treasured box, uh, treasure chest of sweets. And <laughs> oh, like a tuck shop. Yeah, like a tuck shop. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So you have a tuck box. and But instead of a tuck box, I had a huge makeup box. Oh, that's <laughs> that was so funny. Filled with makeup. Yes. So she used to give me these uh, boxes and boxes filled with makeup. And then I remember I was an early, early retailer because at boarding school I used to, um, I remember I keep all the kind of my favorite things and then I'd sort of trade. I'd trade. I'd start kind of like selling some of the kind of lipsticks I didn't want to certain people, the mm-hmm. perfumes or the creams or whatever. Um, so it's, uh, yeah, kind of, I can't help it. It's in my blood. But, um, and then uh, what happens going back to where were we, darling? I've got I don't know, but I was going to ask you if you weren't a makeup artist, what you'd be, but it sounds like a painter, a retailer, like you've got it all sort of wrapped I kind up of, in yeah, you. I mean, yeah, I, I remember I sort of wanted to be an actress and I wanted to be a lawyer and then I wanted to be, the th- three things I wanted to do, I wanted to be an artist because that was what I was naturally very good at. And then, but I didn't really want to be, and then I thought I wanted to be an actress and then a lawyer. So those are the kind of, the, the sort of the things that I kind of thought about. But One is very practical. To be honest with you, uh, to, yeah, well, I think I have a kind of weird, my brain is sort of weirdly, as I'm realizing running a kind of business and sort of building something that you, kind of have to have a sort of art and commerce understanding mm-hmm. of you can't just be an artist you have to be able to understand if you truly want to be in control of your vision and something mm-hmm. you really want to create for sort of begin, beginning to end you have to understand the whole process yeah speaking about the process yes when someone hires you to do makeup what is that you know there are lots of you know a-list makeup artists out there, but people are seeking you out left and right. You're very much in demand. I saw that wall when I walked into your <laughs> office in London. It basically, there's a wall of every single celebrity you can ever name. You've done their makeup, and it's on the cover of, you know, Vogue. <laughs> what are they getting from you that they're not getting from someone yeah, what's else? The process, what is the Charlotte yeah. process? Yeah. I think that tangible I, and intangible. Well, I love making women look like the most beautiful versions of themselves. So it's never makeup is never a mask for me. It's just about bringing out someone's beauty and making them. It shouldn't. I don't never think that makeup should wear somebody. You know, it should just be like, wow, you just look amazing, rather than your makeup looks really great. And um, and I think you know, I'm I'm a complete perfectionist. Um, which I drive myself, you know, and everyone else sometimes crazy about that. <laughs> but, um, but I think you are. If you're going to get to the top of your field, you have to be that person. I'm incredibly determined. Um, I love, I'm obsessed with beauty. I'm obsessed with making people feel confident and amazing and happy. And I think makeup is that. I think it's so much more. It's such as, you know, I always talk about the psychology of makeup or the psychology um, is so empowering and massive with makeup that you see, I see it all the time. It's the reason I kind of do what I do is because, you know, you see sort of celebrities or models walk in sometimes feeling kind of exhausted and tired and like I do sort of this morning, kind of, you know, coming back from the Golden Globes, like absolutely exhausted um, after kind of like five days of very little sleep. And then you kind of, you know, I put kind of my, you know, my mask of the future, my goddess skin clay mask, my magic cream on, my makeup, and then I'm like... (laughs) there she is and I then can sit opposite you feeling really confident and really great but if you saw the girl that was like the wreck in bed do you know what I mean like (laughs) with the puffy eyes and the kind of exhausted dehydrated skin because I've been on like I don't know how many play 11 hour flights in the last few days that you know it's so empowering it's so amazing it's so magical what makeup does you know it's makeup magic um that you know uh, um I'm so tired I'm losing my train of thought no but but you you just did the golden globes and that makes me think you also have done 
wedding makeup, like for yes. Amal, or you'll do a cover <laughs> yeah, of a few. magazine. How, do you have a different process if it's like a red carpet versus a wedding versus... Yeah, I think I, I, I do. I think that's why I ended up creating the kind of the 10 looks because it was all about really the 10 looks were all based on kind of cities and personalities and colour wardrobes. So, you know, when you think about New York, I always think about kind of the uptown girl. I mean, the quintessentially, I mean, obviously it's kind of a multicultural place and there are lots of different kind of, you know, ethnicities and colours and I mean, and, and, and kind of different kind of groups mm-hmm. of kind of social groups. But actually, I always think, I always epitomise it with the uptown girl look or London with the rock chick look or kind of mm. Ibiza or St. Bart's or any kind of, or South of France with the Golden Goddess or the Dolce Vita quintessential with Italy and if I think about when I worked with all these celebrities and I was in all those different locations because often we travel around you know you'd be wearing like a Dolce Gabbana dress and be in Italy and then you'd want the Dolce oh, Vita am, look am I Amal at my wedding? <laughs> exactly. you're going to be Amal at your wedding exactly <laughs> but it is that you can transform people's faces to look like their beauty icons you know you, I often yeah. say to people who is your beauty icon because Ooh. I have done some and that's really how I created my line because I worked with so many different celebrities I was like hold on a minute everyone was like but I want the Kate Moss look or I want the kind of look that you've well, done what on. does Kate Moss say? What look does oh, she God, want? Yeah. Well, she always does because she's quintessentially the rock chick, the, f- oh, the feline okay. flick. But you she know, must like want to get out of that. Sometimes, but no, no, right? she does. She'll like the, a lot of them will do different wardrobing. Like they don't wear the same outfit all the time. She won't always wear a pair of skinny jeans and a fur jacket and do the feline flick and the rock chick eye and the kind of beigey lips. And that was really taken from Bridget Bardot. So it went from Bridget Bardot mm. to Kate Moss to then coming out with a kind of rock chick look. Mm-hmm. But actually, it's sort of, you know, you've got people who kind of want to wear, I don't know, the Golden Goddess and they'll be in a caftan and a sandal or kind of like, you know, and that would be very like Giselle or Jennifer Aniston or kind of, you know. So, but sometimes Kate Moss might want to wear kind of the, she'll be in a red lit red carpet. She often does that. She'll be like in a 1930s dress and then her makeup will change. So... What's the Charlotte look? The Charlotte look. I often do the Dolce Vita look. I mean, I have to say that's kind of you know I, I should come out with my own look though. yeah Jesus <laughs> the Charlotte look I could just do, do come out with my own thing I am actually coming out with my own lipstick that's like kind oh, of like, no one knows that but <laughs> so what does that what does that mean for you like a little smoky eye yeah I'm shimmery skin I love because I've, my, I've got so much colour on my head and the way that my mm-hmm. the symmetry with my face and the way that I kind of like to play out my features I think I look naturally better with bringing out my green eyes and making them look smoky and bigger and kind of playing down my lips just with the symmetry of my face mm. um, but I sometimes Sometimes obviously use kind of like walk of shame or kind of different colours that walk of shame is one of the colours that I use um, on a Mark Clooney classically and Bond girl for her wedding day <laughs> hilariously mm. uh, but yeah we're talking about weddings I mean and wedding looks you know um, you know Poppy Delevingne or Kate Moss I've done all their kind of weddings and you you I think when you're kind of doing a wedding there's a certain there's an always a kind of dreaminess and etherealness a kind of a softness of beauty that yeah, you maybe kind not of, rock chick unless you're you Kate know, Moss getting married yeah. I guess no even she didn't wear she that she did like no, a, she did, a palette with, yeah she did. she did um, uh, the sophisticated palette yeah and and then obviously nude Kate the lipstick yeah, she did at her actual yeah, at wedding. Her actual wedding. Of course, yeah. you knew that. I was just being <laughs> that was the first. But, no, no, that, no, because it, the, I mean, it was I'm a long a time a ago. But that was the Charlotte. that was the first lipstick that we ever. That was the first lipstick that we ever mixed because that was the one that everyone was always like, "I want," and I was like, "I can't give it to you because it's something that I've kind of mixed and I don't, I can't." Give like it your to magic me. cream too. That, same yeah, idea. That, yeah, exactly. It was like the magic cream and the, and the Kate Moss lipstick was the kind of like the two things, and then from that we then ended up creating the whole hot lips collection because everyone was like hold on a mix so Kate Moss has a lipstick and I don't and I was like and then I was mixing colours for certain celebrities and th- then we were like okay well we, do you mind should we just put this out to we give it to the world and then they were like yeah and so, so we ended up doing the whole hot lips collection has a celebrity ever said no? 
Like, don't give um, my lipstick away? No. If you want to make a Jen and Jess fat yeah, mascara, okay. like, I'm just here to say, <laughs> oh, it's fine. Go right ahead. I'll take like a dupe from the back or like uh, a sample. No, I have to say, I have to say, I'm so blessed. Yes, the J, the JJ lipstick, right? Mm. The, um, the, but the, um, I have to say, I'm so blessed. You know what? Everyone's been so supportive and so kind. And, and that is, it is a Tell a Woman campaign, this, mm-hmm. this makeup line and how amazing all those celebrities have been to me and all the models and everyone in the industry and you two have been incredibly supportive um and that's really how this brand has kind of evolved and you know and it is it is me sitting a little bit of their beauty dna and mixing that up and then i'm like would you just give this to the world because they all want it like you know miranda kerr's lipstick or kim kardashian's lipstick or you know all these kind of different colors that i've sort of created sienna miller's or whoever i mean there's like i got so many amazing people it was incredible Now, you've worked on a lot of different brands before starting your own brand, and obviously there were some great products from those, but what, what's different? Like, what, what drove you to do your own? Like, what was missing from, obviously, so with, like, without um, <laughs> slagging off their anyone, brands? Yeah, yeah. Slagging off anyone else. No, we wouldn't hate to do that. No. I just, but, you know, me, what, what kind of possessed you to say, you know what, I've worked on incredible brands like, you know, Tom Ford, yeah. um, Armani. Yeah. But, you know, now it's time for me to do my own thing. Helena Rubenstein. I mean, loads. I mean, I worked, I, you know, did sometimes it was just a lipstick line I would go in like, and do. Like, what was the gap you Well, for me, it was just always that thing of, like, I feel there were lots of great products on the market, but they, there were, sometimes you'd open up an eyeshadow palette and it'd be like, you'd like one eyeshadow and the rest you would hate. And they weren't color harmonies. I would used to call them parrot eyeshadow colors. It'd be like a purple, a parrot, yeah. and then kind of like a kind of brown and a beige. And you'd be like, oh, I really love the brown and the beige, but then, like, the, no one would really, you know, it just didn't, there weren't color harmonies or... Um, a lot of the products weren't the beautifully finely milled like a lot of a lot of the time because I'm an artist and I worked with some of the best laboratories in the world and you know often I think a lot of makeup houses do things in house and that's not always sometimes they can have really great things in house but some of the best sometimes the best factories are not in house mm-hmm. and they cost a lot of money and so for me I was really obsessed by creating the best products in the world and and you know that kind of peerless product so that no one else you know like if it, 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 if, if I I wouldn't create a product if there's something better out there and I can't you know like Magic Foundation took me five years to create and I didn't have a demi matte heavy coverage foundation for five well I've only been in the market three and a half years but you know creating it for a couple of years before that I was like I can't get this right and I want my mineral I want I couldn't get it right so I, you know and there are certain things I'm still working on around the same time as that that I still can't get right whereas like if you so, were a brand there was a deadline and you had to be done yeah and I think they compromise like and, I, and I'm like freedom I, yeah and I work with these the best laboratories and I don't just work with one laboratory I work with different ones that do the best powders or then the best mascaras or the best and you kind of innovate and create and do blue sky formulas with them and I think you know, working at that level of detail, I'm not just a marketeer. You know, I, I've worked inside all the different, you know, big houses and I kind of think that level of the artistry and professionality and the kind of finish, mm-hmm. I wanted people to have that red carpet finish. I wanted people to have that supermodel finish. I wanted to make products that were so easy to choose and easy to use that it would revolutionize their lives because 50% of women in England, and then I think in America it's a little bit less, but it's similar, did not engage with makeup because they were just terrified. They didn't know what to use or what to choose, or they were going to look kind of like... Half of women in England don't wear (laughs) makeup? Yeah, they don't engage. You're blowing my mind. it's a fact. It's a fact. But I think America's more sophisticated like that, but there's still a lot of women in America who just maybe just engage a tiny bit because they're just terrified and they don't understand what suits them. So when... Eyeshadow freaks people out. Yeah, exactly. And so my thing is that I saw this white space and I was like, 
what I realized is that actually it's all about social archetypes. Like if you used to say to someone, who is your beauty icon? Mm-hmm. You know, is it Penelope Cruz? Is it kind of Jennifer Aniston? Is it Kim Kardashian? Is it who, who is it? They're always kind of like, you know, if yeah. it's, it's the Gigi Hadid's or the Jennifer Anisons or the Giselles, they're all kind of in a golden goddess world. Of course they'll do a red carpet oh, look. It they'll do a whatever. It helps you get an entree. You know, what you I think like. that was like the most brilliant thing because I'm shocked that most people, like when you came out with the line and I saw, I remember I saw in Selfridges for the first mm. time before you launched here and it was like the rock chick. The sophisticated, it was like, oh my God, that's so easy. And then if you go to the, it's so obvious. No one's thought of it before. And then you're like, oh, I need those four things or I need those, you know, seven things because now, now I know the look instead of it's just a palette or, you know, it's so obvious. I can't believe nobody. No, I know that's the thing. And I remember Estee Lauder said, I want to look like her, you know? No, exactly. No, I was saying Estee Lauder said that always the the best ideas always sparkle in simplicity and they do like, it's kind of like you said, like how come no one ever thought of it before? Because that as makeup artists, that's how you kind of do people's faces. You sort of go, or people sort of go, I want to look like her and I'm kind of, or I want to dress, you know, it's like a certain woman that kind of relates to if they're wearing the rock chick, like skinny jeans and a leather jacket. Yeah. They don't say I need medium coverage foundation. They don't really know. And then from that world, they kind of, they understand it's, sort of a feline flick or a smoky eye or a beigey lipstick or kind of or mm-hmm. maybe just a bronzy kind of natural look like mm-hmm. they don't it, it's a certain archetype they're kind of going for so if you kind of break it down for them and make it really simple and put it together in these packages that they can then buy right you know, they can just come along and they can get the whole makeup bag you know so the whole look so it's like saying to someone you know it's wardrobing so you give someone the top the skirt, the shoes, you give them the eyes, the cheeks, the lips. So, because a lot of people go, well, okay, if those are the colors for my eyes, what would I wear on my cheeks or my lips? And so you, because then, you know what I mean? You don't want to kind of people get clashing and get it wrong. So you're like, here's the makeup wardrobe. Like you have runways, right? You have Mm. runways every season that will tell you these are the kind of looks, this is how to put them together. And it's the same thing that we're kind of doing in makeup. buying the skirt and then you buy shoes six months later and then like you're like, you stand in front of your closet, you say, I have nothing to wear, I hate this, I'm yeah. just going to wear what I always wore. You know, exactly. and, you hate and there is a little bit of artistry involved in makeup. So the easier that you can make the formula, the kind of less artistry mm-hmm. has to be involved. And I think that's what terrified a lot of women. They're like, I don't know how to put on eyeshadow. And I just like... I'm going to give you two brushes. The hairs have been all put together. I mean, they're all done by hand, actually, in these amazing um, factories. And then you literally can put, you can just go back and forth like a windscreen wiper. And then you use certain formulas that don't ever, um, you know, don't ever blotch, don't ever smudge, don't ever fall down the face. Because a lot of um, eyeshadows aren't finely milled enough or don't have enough, they're too talky or they don't have enough emollients in them. So when people go to use them, they go, I'm used to eyeshadow because it always goes blotchy and it falls away half, halfway down my face. I'm like, no the formula's not good enough mm-hmm. and so if you give someone a really great formula and you literally make it like you know in my in my eyeshadow palettes when you open them up it's like prime enhanced smoke pop mm-hmm. desk dusk disco and then the highlighter shade you can I've made it so easy that that is the most emollient kind of finely milled glitter ever oh they're different formulas different formulas in the oh, each I palette I thought it was the same formula just different colours one of the formulas that. is actually they're, they're, they're all three form, three different formulas in each palette because you know where on the eye it's <laughs> exactly. going to go what it where, needs and so one is to prime the whole eye one is to enhance huh. the eye into the socket and underneath one is to um, smoke up the eye and then the other one is to pop so the pop shade the final one in the palette you can literally use it with, it's best to use it just with your finger and then you put it on it's actually what I just used on Nicole Kidman at the at the Golden Globes Ooh. so um, and it, it, uh, you know that's like what the center of the lid yeah right the center of the, the lid and it's actually and I actually did the kind of a mixture of the uptown girl and the rock chick on her and then I got the silver in the rock chick the pop shade and I put it all over the lid so it just like and you can have it as a little pretty wash 
or you can build it up to being really kind of intense, but it's so quick and easy to do. Nice. So it's, and it's really effective. Speaking of like all of these different looks, I went to your beauty boudoir. Yes. In oh Covent yeah, in Garden. Garden. Yeah. Yes. And you pick the look almost like you're, you know, you're picking a, a value meal or something. Yeah. <laughs> no offense. Yeah. Um, you know, you pick like, you know, I want to do the rock shake or this and you sit in but the that's, chair. You know, but if you think about really that, easy. the whole McDonald's thing or whatever, the value meal, it's so easy, right? You understand it incredibly quickly. Are you thinking of expanding that to the US or anywhere else? Because it was absolutely incredible. I what came did back, you pick? Oh, I picked the sophisticated. That's my look. I mm. love that look. That's like, I know. It's so great. The sophisticated. It's just, I mean, I, it's really, it's beautiful. Yeah. It's always appropriate. I had my appointment at like one o'clock in the afternoon, so I didn't want to come out in daylight like rock chick. Yeah. You know, that's just not me. But the um, Dolce Vita would be amazing. You, the Golden Goddess, oh, would be amazing. It was, when you, we were, we were yeah, arguing, the girl and I, between yeah. Dolce Vita and <laughs> Sophisticate. But I said, listen, it's like 1, 1 p.m. <laughs> I just felt like I wanted it to be a little subdued. Yeah. But it was, it was gorgeous. But I'm actually going back soon, so I it's might like, do Dolce Vita. <laughs> I'll send you a photo. But um, it was... It was such a genius concept. The service was incredible. I know we would all die for it. In the States, you mean? In the, in States, the States, yeah. To have, that, that, to have the, the, the Charlotte Tilbury Beauty yes. Wonderland. Have you been to my Beauty Wonderland in, in Westfield? <gasps> That's amazing. No. So you walk in. Wait, and Westfield we, in London Westfield or in... In, uh, in, in London. In, in London. No, I haven't. So, the one, the, so my Beauty Wonderland, in where, which is my, it's like a 2,000 square feet space. And I literally, it's like you walk in and then you've got the kind of champagne beauty boudoir, sort of where you can go and have, you can take all your girlfriends with you just before you're going on a big night out and all have your makeup done. Or you can get ready kind of like bridesmaids will go in there with a kind of bride or kind of a hen do or whatever mm. it is and they'll be in this amazing kind of beauty salon with you know beautiful satin curtains and and you're just amazing. making us jealous and, wow. <laughs> yeah. and some of the wonderful artists I think Jen and I have to go on a field trip together <laughs> yeah I don't know you will and then there we have amazing artists that work with me like on, and work with celebrities and they actually will go in there and do appointments and oh, wow. a glass of champagne and then we have a thing called the magic mirror and the magic mirror is something that we've worked on for 18 months the magic mirror is insane it is so exciting it just launched what does it do? Um, so you sit in front of it, okay, and by the click of a button, we worked um, with their coders to basically make sure that everything just looks like a professional makeup artist has just done your makeup. So by the click of a button, you can see yourself as the rock chick in real time, looking mm. in the mirror, Even and you moving can move around. around. You can move around, move your head around, talk, whatever, and you literally have the rock chick on your face, the golden goddess, the Dolce Vita, the glamour muse, the rebel. I, I mean, that. literally all 10 looks, the sophisticated, all of them, literally just keep on pressing the button and then it emails it. You press it and then it emails it to your... Um, to your uh, what are your inbox yeah your inbox thank you and 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 then basically exactly and then you kind of have it in your inbox and you can basically see you know okay these are all the different looks or whatever and you and then you can say to the artist suddenly people are like oh my god i never thought i'd look great in the glamour muse and actually it's fantastic and you can just see that's it a by the click idea. of a button and so and that's been huge and that's it was the most exciting kind of launch we just launched it like a, i think about a month and a half ago yeah, so it was really um, so, revolutionary. And then we've got another area. So we've got the Magic Mirror, we've got the Beauty Boudoir, then we've got the Rock and Coal area, oh. which is the Rock and Coal area, which is like really fun. And it's like quick tricks and you can have like a quick mesmerizing eye and you can have a feline flick and you can have... Um, do you, you know, come up with these flick. names or do you have like a little intern? I'm very, I, I, have, I have an amazing team, but it's, <laughs> it, it, I, I love naming products. So it's just the like... The names you know, kill me. Etern- wait, nocturnal eyes. Nocturnal eyes. Yeah, to mesmerize. I, I, it's a little bit like... It's a little bit... Like, it's the most fun thing. I we love it. Advanced for me. I am a much simpler girl. Right, We're gonna exactly. have to find a look for me. But I remember <laughs> when I first got introduced to you. I feel like this was probably when your line was launching. I'm not sure. You, 
you said something and it stuck with me now. I have to ask you about it. You said like your husband hasn't ever seen you. No, he's never without seen you makeup. Without makeup. No. That's true. I thought yeah. she, I was like, she's such a good saleswoman. This is no, no, it's whatever. the genuine truth. He's never what? seen me without makeup. So what do you do? You go so, to well, sleep no, no, no. makeup? So I don't, well, no. What happens is all my skincare comes off. So I wash my, I, I wash my face with my um, multi-miracle glow. Okay. And then I put my magic cream on and I put my wonder glow on. Uh, my magic night cream, my eye cream, my wonder glow. And my wonder glow kind of soft focuses your lines and pores. And so that's kind of, and, you, and it has hyaluronic acid and the peptide. So you can it's sleep like in no wonder. makeup, makeup. Exactly. You sleep it all it. kind okay. of like, it just makes you look kind of gazelle and gorgeous and kind of sound like pasty white. So that's kind of great. <laughs> and it's got the hyaluronic and the bionic peptide. So, you know, it's kind of like that sort of fabulous primer. So I put that on and then I put my, um, my, uh, I call it my bedroom eye and I have, Wait, this is before bed. This is before bed. Oh my God, I love and it. And then I have my, um, where is he? It's just like in the bed, just like chilling. No, he just, I do, he's like, you know, I, I'm just getting ready in my little boudoir. And, <laughs> and then I, putting on her PJs. <laughs> but you like, I'll be right back. It's like an hour later uh, and he's asleep. Uh, <laughs> and then I put my um, classic eyeliner on in, in, in chocolate brown. Okay. And that's in the You Sophia, sleep in Sophia chocolate pencil. brown eyeliner. A soft, uh, yeah, a soft uh, Sophia pencil with chocolate brown. I love And then um, that's my classic soft, it's like a powdery pencil. And then I just put my mascara back on. And that's my bedroom eye. And so uh, I put my full fat lashes. Cases? I have uh, white pillowcases. Sometimes there's a little smudge. Sometimes okay. I use my Barbarella Brown Rock and Colt, which because that doesn't come off. That's a 12 hours. You can Ooh. rock all night in and out of the bedroom, darling. And, then, <laughs> and it doesn't come off. Hello. <laughs> I know. <laughs> but, and then in the morning... You still look great, and he's exactly. just like, he well, you know, you've got a little, like, like a little smudgy, kind of smudgy, little sexy, so but the, it's like, you know, he kind yeah. of, yeah. yeah. It makes me wonder, though, because there's been this big mm. movement, at least in the States, I yes. don't know. Very, very, it's all about like, oh, so-and-so, I don't want to get like hate mail. Alicia so Keys. And, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Jen's, Jen's fine. She's like, my email address is Jen Goldstein. <laughs> um, so it's, it's very much about like, so, you know, Alicia Keys is so brave because she went barefaced or like, I'm bare and beautiful. Here's my like hashtag no but makeup I, selfie. Yeah, like, I, I find this all like very annoying. I, I, me too. <laughs> I, I find it really annoying because I'm just like, you know what? Okay, this is just the truth. We judge people by the way that you look. Okay, you want to be really brave and show everyone that you don't have makeup on? That can be your prerogative. But at the end of the day, you're going to look better with makeup. Fact. Okay? Fact. Fact. So you want to do that? Great. Whoopee. I'll sing and dance around for you and do a little kind of happy dance. But the fact is, is you're going to look better with makeup. You know? So I'm just like, I don't get it. And it's like, and it doesn't even have to be like a lot of makeup. It can just be like the subtle kind of like, we were talking about the beach stick, the wonder glow. Yeah. A little soft. It doesn't, I'm not talking for like a full face. I don't have to full drag. But like, you know, it's like you are just going to look better and you are going to be judged. Guess yeah. what? You I are. So like this whole like, I'm so brave. I'm like, why? Why? Why do you want to be like, yeah, we've all got bags and spots and we're all a bit exhausted and like whatever. And that's fine. And you can just be like, I'm going to celebrate that. I don't really want to celebrate that. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, I actually just think we all look better with makeup and it's just a fact. I yeah. mean, you know, and so I, I look better it, I'm with not makeup, saying, that's you know, for sure. It's like, I, I, I don't agree. I just totally disagree. I, like, I am agreeing with you, but also I find it like, you know, it's almost like by saying like, I'm not wearing makeup and taking a photo. Like I'm, there's almost like a little bit holier than thou. Like you need makeup to feel good about yourself. Well, I actually do feel like I, I think it's expressive. It's I think it's You don't need fun. it, but you, it's I, good. I feel Why good. Yeah. It's, it's, I've been wearing you makeup. You don't need clothes. No, but, no, exactly. Exactly. Why would you? Exactly. And my point is like, okay, so you could say to somebody, okay, so you don't need it, 
but it's great, <laughs> and right? It's like, so, and it's fun, and it's sexy, and it's great. It just makes you feel empowered yes. and confident. So why wouldn't you take that? Poor men, they don't have that. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, yeah. well, they do, but they, they do, but not all men. Like, so some men are brave enough to wear makeup, yeah. and I think that is changing, and I'm obsessed. It is with changing, like, yeah. It's definitely changing. And a lot I'm, of male I'm fans. I'm obsessed with, with men and makeup, in fact. I love, and a lot of my men wear magic cream, so now they're kind of like, or Wonder Glow they wear, or some wear film stuff, Wonder Glow, but there's still a lot of men out there that I know that don't feel empowered enough to be able to use makeup. Yeah. And it, I am starting to see a massive difference, and I love it, and I'm so into it. Okay, redhead to redhead. Like, yeah. what, is, what is this whole thing about? Like what? Like what? what do you feel? Like do you feel like the red hair like made it? Like I feel like it made my a, personality. As a totally. redhead, I feel like you have. I'm defined totally by my hair. Yes, but I feel like I had to grow into my hair, and I don't think I'm yes. like super loud or anything. But I feel like my hair. I probably has, like, did. I mean, I think you kind of. Yeah, I think that you know when you're a child as, with hair as bright as mine, you stand out. Like I would totally. If I was skiving, I'd be like, you were seeing up the cow, pow, cow path at three o'clock trying to skive, Charlotte. Everyone else would get off. Do you know what I mean? I would be like... I have always, no idea what you just I, said. I was What's like, skive? So, so, sky, oh, skiving, sorry. Um, playing truant. When you kind of don't sort of go oh, to school. Oh, okay, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Continue. Well, yes. Cow path, like, skiving, yeah, yeah, go. Yes. You're going to yeah. be, like, you're, you're going to be seen. Like, you, you can't hide Hiding, in. hiding, not, not going to school. Yes. I was trying to kind of hide at boarding school and everyone else would get off and I wouldn't. You know, <laughs> you they'd be like, red you were in detention, whatever. You're like, oh God, really? And but but the thing is is that you you know it is it, it does define you know you stand out from a crowd so did you like you it never though get away. in the beginning or no well I, and I think you're quite kind of you know you're kind of because I think sort of you do get teased I definitely got teased I definitely got you know um, bullied I got all sorts of things but actually it's kind of made me who I am yeah. do you know what I mean it's sort of I'm probably a bit feisty um, you know I've got kind of like you know exactly you're like you stand up you learn to stand up for yourself when you're an Jen. early age and you know and people call you all sorts of names and whatever and you're like whatever and you just kind of but actually you know what it's, I've learned to have a really good laugh at myself because yeah. I don't take anything too seriously like people can throw anything at me that I just like you've got to have a laugh, right? You can't take everything. Someone says something or be too sensitive about it. It's just, you can, I think you grow a tougher shell. Um, And I I do think there's a compassion in a way that comes with it because you kind of understand what people have sort of been through. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you're the fair redhead, I mean, you've got this amazing dark eyebrows and dark eyelashes, but darling, I'm the Boris Becker type of redhead. And like that. Stop saying Boris Becker. But it is, it's like the harder type of redhead. And and so, because you Oh my God, even among the redheads, there's like a ranking. (laughs) You're the dark one, you're good. You're you're like better, exactly. You get off lightly, but but look a little bit easier than me. Um, But you kind of, yeah. And then, and, and, and then the power of makeup, you discover the power of makeup. And it's like, as a red, as a child, I think you want, everyone always wants to fit in more. Yeah, as sure. you get older, you're happy to be different. Yeah. yeah right. Yeah. And so you're different as a child. So that's harder. Right. Mm-hmm. But then you realize, you know, it's like Steve Jobs says, you look back in life and you can suddenly connect all the dots as to why certain things happen yeah. to you mm-hmm. and kind of who it's made you, who you are and empowered you to be the person. And in a sense, makeup really changed my life and defined who I am. And therefore, and I'd always had a natural obsession with it and a natural affinity because my father being an artist. And I then wanted to give that power to all women. But I, I ended up giving it to celebrities and to supermodels. And then I felt really frustrated <laughs> 
but I wasn't giving it to the world, right? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. and people were asking me, all my friends and That's I get compassion emails and things exactly were like, yeah. oh, I wish I could look like. I mean, yes, you can look like that. You can. Those people don't come from another planet. They're just like the rest of us. But they've got, you know, what they've got when they walk down this red carpets. They've got the makeup on. They've got the colors that kind of make their green eyes or blue eyes or brown eyes look like the most beautiful version. They've kind of, you know, they've kind mm-hmm. of, they've 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 worked with the makeup artists, worked with the symmetry of their face. They've yeah. got incredible creams on glow. They've got incredible masks that they've used, masks of the future, like Nicole Kidman. <laughs> no, yeah. but, no, no, whatever. No, but like they've done the whole kind right. of thing, right? Right. And you know, I my whole thing is I want to democratize makeup and give it to everyone so yeah. that everyone can feel like they're on the red carpet you, you, and it's not this exclusive club. Yeah, you're that's the compassion for sure. You're definitely feisty, like you said, <laughs> confidence. But you have this weird spiritual side I've always noticed too. Yeah. I don't know if this is the Ibiza thing coming yes, out. The Bohemian background. <laughs> but I feel like every time I see you, I end up like I don't know, you get into like sacred geometry or crystals or that kind of thing. Yeah. Convince me. Okay. Why do I need this in my life? Everyone needs it in their life because I really believe that you are what you think. I believe in the power of creative visualization and that anyone can have whatever they want in life. It's just people limit themselves. Have you always believed this? My mother sort of taught it to me and then I kind of, I realized I sort of at, throughout life, I work with different healers or different people and and then read certain books or whatever it is and I've just then realized, oh my God, and then I would put it into practice and then I'd be like, oh my God, I just, you get exactly what you want and thing, and life gives you exactly what you want. How do I do it? Want. Okay, yeah. so it, part of it is, it's about creative visualization. So if most people would be like, well, you're born into a certain class and you do a certain job and so there you can only earn this amount of money or you can only go a certain way. And I believe that anyone can achieve whatever their dreams are. You know, my whole thing is like... It sounds very American. Well, well, do you know what? It is, I think, quite American, the way I am. It's not very English. No. And so it, my whole thing is dare to dream it, dare to believe it, and then dare to do, do it. Do I have to dream it every day? <laughs> you have to believe it every day. I'm a practical is, person. Can exactly. you like... Okay, de- Okay, steps. Okay, so you have to, so whatever your vision is, like, okay. what, you know, um, where do you want to work? How much money do you want to earn that year? Yeah. Um, who do you appoint your boyfriend to be? I don't know, I like whatever, like, whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Mm-hmm. You can mood board it. Okay. Right? So you can have pictures this on is a like mood the board. Secret. This is exactly, yeah. very similar to the secret. The, se- the secret is done in a much more an American kind yeah, of yeah. nice way. There's okay. there loads of different boarding. ways. You can move board it. I don't move board it all the time, but I visualize it always mentally in my mm. mind. Okay. Um, and then sometimes I write it down what I want my okay. wish to be. It's all about making your wishes come do true. Do I need to carry stones? And you don't need to carry stones. <laughs> okay. You do not okay. need to, if you want to carry some big rocks, like some big diamonds, that's not a problem. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, but you, but, uh, but you don't need to but carry picture. stones. No. And my brain and get you clear. Need picture, get clear. You need to get very want. clear. I think a lot of people send mixed messages like, I really wish I could have that and I really would dream that I would have that, but I just don't think I'm good enough or I could never do no, that. No, I gotta or send I'm them a clear message. You've got to get a clear message. You've got to be like, I can, because I think so many people limit themselves in life by the way that they think. And mm. actually it's it's just a mindset change of like, of course, it's like feel the fear and do it anyway. Like we always feel a, you know, we're all insecure as human beings. We all feel a bit nervous about doing mm. something. You, you feel gotta, insecure sometimes? Do you know sometimes you're like you go into you do a job and you're just like, you know what? I'm I'm just going to do the best I can do but you know it's like you 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 kind of I'm only human right so it's like I think sometimes you feel I've worked on myself over so many years to kind of be this but I definitely was a redhead when I was younger not having I've overcome insecurity of being like you are different the whole time um absolutely but I've learned to empower myself in so much and I feel and I've always been very strong so and I've always had a great sense of fairness so and beliefs so I think that in a way you kind of start to overcome it and then when you start to you know have these visions and believe in them and kind of put them forward and sort of 
you know and then you start to see life actually bringing them to life because mm, you really yeah. you've got to feel it you can't just visualize it you have to feel it if you feel it if you believe it it will happen and that's really what i believe yeah yes yeah. we can yes we can yes <laughs> we can have it all exactly yeah. that's and that's what and, and and makeup is part of that makeup's a huge part of it okay so we're coming th- we have to get to like the practical uh, yes. part of makeup right now that's right. You have a line. You have a yes, line. Like, no, no, okay. don't worry. I'm, I can sit and talk to you well, all day. No, this, What's this next? is fantastic. What's the big next thing from the, the Charlotte Tilbury line? Sorry. Um, I like well, talking to Charlotte about life. Yeah, no, we can kind Look of at me trying life. to be practical. Keep us on topic. I'm like, I just want to talk about life with Charlotte and visualize. Did you visualize your brand? Yes, <gasps> you, totally. from the start, you from think? From the start, from the start. Really? From the start. So when I was 13, I remember walking to a boarding <laughs> Sorry, school. Sorry, Jen, we'll talk about fashion. Oh, we're back. <laughs> I, no, when I was 13, and I remember walking to boarding school and literally just being like, I, rem- I, ha- I dreamt up the idea of my brand of like, I was like, I wish I could have like the best makeup artist in the world tell me exactly what colors would suit me, exactly how to do my makeup, exactly, you know, the whole vision of what, what I ended up And creating. then you were the makeup artist. And then I was and the, makeup the makeup artist that, that, that ended up creating. But that was my dream. So when the beauty heads would come, because I was like, a, you know, when you go through those kind of awkward moments of like finding yourself when you're younger. Mm-hmm. And even though my father was an artist, and even though I ended up getting all the girls at boarding school when I was 13 and doing their makeup and like doing their hair and styling them it was still like I was finding and experimenting and looking at magazines and looking at different things and sort of you know kind of being able to sort of transport okay I can do these with these eyes or whatever but you kind of wanted an expert to come in and like the world's expert and tell you boom this is how to do it and so you kind of and then I ended up taking the rules of art so I realized oh my god as a makeup artist, I'm choosing certain colors because they're, they're color contrasting. So, you know, a lot of makeup artists work very intuitively. They, they couldn't tell you why they're choosing mm. certain colors. Oh, we know that because we interview them all the time. And they exactly. don't know how to right? And they don't know how yeah, to verbalize it. And they're talented, it. but it's a different it's skill a different, to Yeah, and they're just, because it's, just, it it's, it's, it's like, it's intuitive and it's working through them in such an intuitive yeah. way. And then when I had, the, before I had the brand, I was like, I had to de- I decodify why I was doing certain things. And so then, so initially it was like, whether it's film star bonds and glow that I kind of initially did when I was doing for, uh, Jennifer Lopez. And I was like, oh, this is what the original Hollywood, you know, kind of like, you know, Max Fat, all those kind of people used to do back in the day of working with all of those celebrities. They would highlight and contour and you'd have the Vaseline on the camera lens or the kind of black and white, mm. whatever it was. And what it was doing cinematically to their face and how it was lighting and sculpting their face and giving them that amazing facial architecture or this sh- shimmer. Mm-hmm. So you would, so that's how I ended up creating that palette. But then I wanted to decodify what the color contrasting things are. So what artists do is they use color contrasting colors. Right. So to bring out your green eyes or your brown eyes or your blue eyes or whatever it is, there are certain colors that you can use that contrast that make them look like they've got little lights inside them. So it, it, a lot of makeup artists work very intuitive. So what I wanted to do with this line was decodify everything, so, which is I can break it down with the color chameleons, which right. is the best colors for day and night, for brown eyes, for green right. eyes, for br- hazel green, whatever, blue. So, but it was all of those ideas of art you know, and, and then looking at certain things with the kind of the way that lighting plays and putting it into palettes and like concepts and beauty DNA, yes. stealing a lot of that, you know, kind of the style, people's style and putting it into a lipstick so that everyone could have it. Um, so while we have you here, yeah. I want to know, I mean, I, you obviously can't look and assess every listener's face, but what would you say would be the one product that you just think makes everyone. Is this even possible? It's impossible. This is impossible. It's like asking me to choose one of my children. I know. But the product that you just feel like, oh my God, this looks gorgeous on everyone. 
I mean, it's so hard because I'm like, oh, well, everyone needs to look, but uh, everyone does need to look. But I think that, you know. You all need looks, everyone. Uh, everyone needs Go get look. your look. Yeah, exactly. Go get your look. Go choose your look. And just, just, you know, tell me. And my whole thing is always saying to everyone, who's your beauty icon? Because everyone yeah. will always have a beauty icon. And then very quickly, all of those 10 looks, they're classic and iconic. No, you have to sell one product. What is okay. it? Okay. I know this is so tough. So what is this tough? One look, one look. Okay. And then what's your favorite um, look? Okay. Uh, magic cream. No one can live without magic Thank cream. Thank you. Okay. I was going to say that. It's like magic cream is like, you can't because, you know, skin is the big part of our face, right? Yes. And then, you know, you could be like, okay, or, you know, and then you might be filmed up on some glow because you like... But you have to from. start with something. You have to start with beautiful How do you skin. make it... You, you tap it... What do you do to people's faces? Yeah, like, we always on. do the angel wing. So we kind of Tell like us. tap it. We kind of tap it, you know, to sort of get it kind of blood flowing through the skin. I sort of... And I used to be known as the Tilbury tap and drive celebrities crazy because I'd be like, but like, will you stop You're like the fluttering tap, your tap, fingers tap on your cheeks. And then like, exactly. And then going underneath the cheekbones and then pinching She's the pinching. jawline because sometimes we wake up and we're like a bit puffy, a bit tired and to give yourself a bit of a lift and also it's sort of like a face gym it's sort of like a muscle memory we all have a muscle memory so the more you can like lift I mean you guys are still sort of nubile and young and sort of Mm. I love how she qualified it with sort of (laughs) you know those shows she like stop for a second no but you are you're gorgeous and young you don't need it you don't need it like pinching and massaging it don't just slap it on like you can because by the way it works whatever you know like you know I mean I just came from LA and I literally was like I want to hand it out to everyone there, male, female, everyone. Because it's, like, it's like, it's a desert, right? It's yeah, like, yeah, it's bad um, right now. And, but then obviously, you know, I can't really live without kind of mascara and I can't live without, you know, I can't, I can't live without kind of, you know, Wonder Glow and Film Star Buns and Glow and, you know, right. kind of. I'll let you I love that you put that. Wonder Glow on before bed. Yeah. That's so amazing. <laughs> because you can. Because it's like the hybrid. My whole thing is also about intelligent products. I think as we go more into the future, like the more intelligent your product yeah. can be, the more that it's working on your skill as well as making you look beautiful. So, like Magic Foundation. Which, Wait, what's next then? Talking okay, about the so, future. I uh, know exactly. So, well, the mask of the future. What's the mask? So, the mask of the future <gasps> is amazing. I have to say that is it's so incredible. Um, the mask of the future. Gonna, you weren't it, satisfied with the with the clay. Oh my god, the goddess skin clay like, mask. Multi masking. Uh, we love multi masking. So, I love the, the the goddess skin clay mask. But this is got a. We worked with this company. Um, I can't actually say where they are, but anyway, this amazing company that I found. Okay. Um, and I'm the first person to have the technology. Oh, amazing. And it basically, and so it's clinically, look at here, I'm going to go into my very kind of, you know. D- um, give it to us. Yes, exactly. This, is, co- this is coming when, this new mask? So this is coming, I think, in the next two months. Um, I think it's coming out. I've been using it on in March. And so I've been using it on quite a lot of... Did Nicole get it at the Golden Nicole Globes? Nicole got it at the Golden okay, Globes. Okay, tell us, clinically what? I said clinically proven to reduce wrinkles, um, smooth and brighten, lift and hydrate the skin. And so we had these amazing trials of like, and it's like 91% agreed that it hydrated the skin. 70% it, it agreed that it reduced wrinkles. I mean, they're huge. We wow. have big, big... So this um, is size, more moisturizing like, than the goddess one no the goddess no the goddess skin clay mask is very moisturizing as well because when you put it on what i love about the goddess skin clay mask it like feeds your skin it's very calming and soothing so if you have like a breakout or um any kind of redness it reduces redness it bumps it fills in lines this one is very different it's like this one when you put it on it's like you can put the goddess skin claim i love doing the goddess skin clay mask and then putting this one on top to finish it off oh wow, wow. because this one like literally like can you see i don't know if you can see how dewy my skin is like no, it's super I, dewy it's, and, super and, like, dewy. and, and, and <laughs> i literally was like i 
I cannot be without this because I if you saw me this morning I was like oh my god oh my god because like so it's not highlighter it's because of the mask it the mask the whole texture of my skin is like mm. super, no, it's super, really super nice. soft and like hydrated and you just see a massive so like it smooths the skin you visit and it, what's crazy about it is that it's dry okay so you see this you take it out and you look and it's printed it's printed technology so it's printed into the mask it goes down to like this like amazing like right, it's a sheet mask? right into the dermis of the skin it's a sheet mask oh cool oh, okay okay it's a sheet mask and it's printed technology so it's a it's like it's a totally revolutionary breakthrough you put it on and you put it on behind your ears so you can walk around the house not that you probably ever do the hoovering or whatever or on your computer I, or whatever you're sometimes. doing but you don't have to lay there it's not wet do you yeah, know what I mean yeah. so you don't have to kind of lie there you could just walk around I mean I do it in the back of taxis sometimes and I mean it's probably a bit terrifying to people but you know, in the back of taxis on the way to the airport because I'm like in such a rush, I have like yeah. no time. But it's not drippy, so it's fine. It's not drippy, it's completely dry. And then you take it off and you cannot believe what it has done to your skin because you look like you've Need. literally just been to a kind of like, yeah. you know, you've had like a Hollywood facial at the facial, so you've been to a spa. That's Jessica's me. hitting me exactly. right now. Yeah. Just so no, everybody I can't knows. wait to try this. Stop hitting me. <laughs> <laughs> Jen's going to be like, what black is this blue. thing going to be called? <laughs> this amazing um, it, It's called the, it, well, it's, 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 the magic, it's the magical facial mask. <gasps> And magic. Um, magic. She's all about magic. Yeah, I am she? all about magic. You've got the, you've cornered the market on magic. It's like, because they, they, they are, when you find these incredible, incredible things. I mean, it's really, I think it's the mask of the future. But democracy, because she wants to give it to all yes. of us. Yes, I, I exactly. love how like you, yeah, you really care about the little people. You I care Jen, about Jen and everyone. Jen and it's all me. about, yeah. It um, question for you. Is there a product that you wish you had invented? Oh, I never think about that. That's good. You focused on your business. Yeah. Okay. I, I, I just, I always... Don't look back. I, I, I never look back. I always look forward. I'm always like, oh, well, I kind of think that everything I have is fabulous. And I think, well, if someone else has done it, I've either got to do much better mm-hmm. or, do you know what I mean, or not bother. So You're I don't, good you know, I don't, I, I, I don't regret anything or kind of, no, I just think, uh, you know, I'll come up with something even more amazing. And what do you have in your handbag at all times? So I have. Doesn't have to be beauty. Doesn't yeah, have, okay. yeah, it doesn't so what have, I have to be Charlotte competitive I have products. My, um, I have my homeopathic drops. Okay. Um, like I, for what? Like what kind of thing? Uh, so I have my homeopathic drops, a thing called Adrenaplex inside them. They just keep me calm and kind of, you know, because I have such a busy schedule sometimes. I'm a mother. I'm a wife. I'm a, running this kind of mad business. Yeah, I how do you travel. Your I kind of, you know. And so I think I've just by going to acupuncture and taking my homeopathic drops and kind of just, you know, that's my therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and and then I, and then also I love it's dancing. Just gulped wine. I love, <laughs> I love, well, listen, no, no, like, I love. Mm-hmm. Trust me, I love to have a drink and I love <laughs> to go out dancing. I mean, that's a great way. Dancing is totally my therapy. Mm. I love that. I totally. What love that. So, so what else is in the bag? The homeopathic. Okay, drops. so my homeopathic drops, my diary. I'm quite old fashioned. I like to write things oh, in my mm-hmm. diary. Um, I've also got uh, my passport because I'm always on a, you know yeah. traveling at some point, so it's always in my bag. Uh, my makeup bag, obviously, a little mini pot of magic cream because I need that you know to just re kind of rehydrate, refresh. Um, what else is in there? My iPhone six. Um, what else have I got? My mini Mason Pearson hairbrush. I was going to say the hair. We didn't yeah, the, the hair. hair. The mini Mason Pearson hairbrush. What's your favorite shampoo and conditioner then? Um, I have to say my hair is quite promiscuous, um, so. <laughs> Sexy hair. <laughs> so um, at the moment, um, I'm loving uh, Jen Atkin. I just used that actually today. The, the, the way. The, the way. Line, yeah. yeah. And actually, I really, I really kind of liking the way that's feeling. That's good. Feel. Yeah. So she kind of, she was like, you need this, you need that. I was like, okay. Um, I love Orbe too. Orbe is great. Um, sometimes I use Kerastas. I'm, you know, it's, it's promiscuous. It's good my hair. Stuff. 
Yeah. Oh my God, I feel like I have to go make a collage and a diary. I need to get very like, clear about what I want. You, that, that's the thing. You have to very be really clear. clear and you have to believe it because it's all very well saying, I want to do this and I want to do that. And then someone, yes. because it didn't really happen to me. I'm like, well, did you really believe it? And were you sending the right message to the universe or were you just, you know? Because it also focuses you. We're just saying you. the words. Focus on what yeah. you want. Oh my gosh, Charlotte, you've been yourself an inspiration. <laughs> yeah. It's kind of everything we thought it was going to be. She smells good. <laughs> she says very, like, you know, powerful <laughs> things. Yes. You girls um, are fabulous. I feel like I'm part of the redhead club yes, now. Like, yes. Thank you, Charlotte. Yeah. I love it. Well, you've got your witchy kind of fabulous streak in your hair, which is so fabulous. Thank you so much for coming well, on Fat Well, Thank Mascara. you so much for having me. It's been so much fun. We could sit here all day, right? Chatting. I could never go. You'd be like, right, it's finished. It's over. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I can't even explain it to people how I felt. I will explain it because you know how like she was talking about like the secret and visualizing things and then they'll happen. I was waiting for an email for, for this thing that I was really excited about. It was like a work thing, whatever. And as she was talking about it, I was thinking about it. I'm like, this is so stupid, but I'm just, I'm just going to sit here and be picturing this person emailing me with the thing that I needed. So the whole time she was talking, I was doing that. Do you know I just looked at my phone? I kid you fucking not. It came through. You kid me fucking not. I, I'm, I don't know if this, it's fully coincidence. I'm not ready to no, like be no. a convert, but. Ugh. I'm kind of ready to be a convert because really what are our other options? That's true. You okay. know what I mean? Like. It's true. Anyway, that was really freaky. Yeah. That freaked me out a little bit. Um, In a good way. On a less freaky note, let's get raw. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to make me laugh for like a month. Okay, raise a wand. Okay. What's going on? So I have a non-product raise a wand. Oh, okay. So. Maybe I'm just like in a Charlotte mood, but I don't think that's it. I'm really into pajamas lately. Okay, like proper pajamas. You're not mad at me for raising one to Clementine. No, no. This is this does have a beauty element, okay? okay? Because it's about relaxation and it's about forcing yourself to shut off. I'm not talking about like your old navy like sweat shorts and like, you know, like Jamie's bar mitzvah t-shirt, okay? I'm talking about Treating yourself to a pair of pajamas. They don't need to be like super fancy. You can go to TJ Maxx. Well, what is the one that you want to raise a wand to? Well, I have a few different pairs on rotation right now. It's raise one. You get to pick one. <gasps> okay. Well, this. Okay. I'm kind of ashamed because these are so nice. That, like, right. I can't even believe I own them. I have a pair of Liberty print pajamas right now. Like Liberty pajamas. Like Liberty of London. Yeah. I know. Like I hate me too. No. Are they flowered they're, in calico and like? No. They're just like a beautiful paisley print. That's adorable. I know, but thank you. But I, when I get into my pajamas, whether they're those or like, you know, my old pajamas, I send a cue to myself that it is time to wind down. And that is so important. A time to like, you know how like some people leave their phones, like in theory, like in yes. a little dish by yes. their door. Like I don't check my phone after 7 PM or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Getting into my pajamas now is a cue that like, I'm done. Like it is time for me to like, Talk to my boyfriend. Pavlovian pajamas. Yes. Yeah, they're Pavlo Pavlovian pajamas. Raise a wand. Me. You ready? I am ready. I don't have a product either. We're going to annoy Oh, I, I know. I like this. No, I think people like it. Okay. I'm raising a wand to our listeners. I got them a special Valentine. I spent a really like insane amount of time. You won't believe I did this. I went back through our entire catalog of episodes. We're coming up on a year here. We're on episode 48, it is. I know, it's so exciting. And I identified every song we have ever featured on this podcast, and I put them in the most epic Spotify playlist you will ever see in your life. 
Oh my God, there's so many good songs. And then I wrote them all down by episode and put it on the blog because I love our listeners. I hope that's a good Valentine. I that's a sick Valentine. Okay, so if you go to fatmascara.com backslash playlist, you'll get a list of them there. It links to the Spotify. You could just search Fat Mascara on Spotify. The, I can't even, I laughed so hard remembering some of the songs that we put in there. What like, are some of your favorites? Oh. Um, like what, what, what like gave the you a whisper get- song is in there, like with the, by the twins. Oh, like, oh, like when we were talking about yeah. ASMR. She's so, like there's a lot of 70s hits about, um, I don't know, I like them all. Mm, breathe, Britney. Somebody, um, our friend um, Biba, she texted me the other day because she was laughing at um, You're the Inspiration after Jane Lark really left. That was a really good one, that episode. That one, some of the timing is really funny. Okay, now I'm just like navel-gazing. And some of them are goofy, and there's ones about hair. Of course, hair yeah. is in there. Any beauty song you would ever want is in there, like Slay and Viva, from Viva Swan. Yeah. And Anyway, you guys have to check it out, so we'll link to it on this week's blog, but then if you ever want to go back, it's fatmascara.com backslash playlist. We mentioned a lot of products and people and places and brands and things in this episode, so... I just want to put it out there. If you want to find out where any of those things are, go to fatmascara.com. And you can also follow us on Instagram and Twitter and at fatmascara for both of those things. And you can also contact us directly by emailing us at info at fatmascara.com. So profesh. So profesh. Thanks for listening, guys. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. Hey y'all, Darius Rucker here. You know, a lot of people ask me, what inspires your music? And one of the big things is a strong sense of place. That's why I love my home state of South Carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer. From the beautiful mountains down to the sunny coast, it's got it all. Not to mention two of my personal favorites, great golf and amazing food. Come see why I love this place. Visit discoversouthcarolina.com. You did so.